Sapphuznet. In reference to the podcast here. At you again on a Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Freaky Freaky Friday. <laughs> I'm Amanda. I'm Heather. I didn't sound thrilled about being Amanda. I'm here. <laughs> and we're talking about the lost children of the Alleghenies. Yep. Alright. Enlighten me. Alright. This is a story of the Cox family from Pavia that is located in Bedford County, Pennsylvania. Okay. Samuel and Susanna Cox had two sons, George, age seven, and Joseph, age five. In the early spring on April 24th, 1856, Samuel was going hunting, and the boys wanted to tag along, but he told them that they weren't allowed. Later, when he had returned home, Samuel and Susanna realized that the boys weren't in the house. They called for the boys, and when they got no response, they checked the barn and realized that they weren't on their property at all. Bad kids. Especially, like, five and seven, like... How would you be like, oh, yeah, I guess you guys can go do whatever. <laughs> um, Samuel went to a neighboring farm to send for help, and soon most of the small town of Pavia were searching for the two young boys. By late afternoon, hundreds of men had gathered to search. The first night passed with no luck, but they still had hope since the weather was still warmer. The next day, over a thousand people were searching for George and Joseph, some coming from Maryland to help in the search, which I felt like was a big deal back then because they had like a horse and buggy. <laughs> Since the snow was melting, Bob's Creek was high from the extra runoff and searchers believed that they shouldn't, they couldn't have crossed the creek without drowning. The next 10 days, the search continued, but the boys were still not found. Becoming desperate, the Coxes enlisted the help of a dowser, which is a person that uses a divining rod and a witch but neither was any help. The witch said she knew the location of the boys, but was unable to take them to it. Soon, rumors started that Samuel and Susanna had actually murdered their children. The local townspeople had tore up the floorboards in their house and dug up the yard to search for the boys, but nothing was found. Other rumors were that foreigners, Catholics, or Masons kidnapped the boys. I don't know why Catholics was like... First one they threw out there. <laughs> uh, one man that, who was not able to join the search uh, because he was injured, his name was Jacob Dibert. One night he had a dream about a place in the woods he had never seen before. He lived around 12 miles from the Cox farm. When he woke, he told his wife Sarah about the dream. They decided to not mention it to anyone, knowing that people would suspect Jacob of practicing witchcraft. Jacob then had the exact same dream the next two nights. The couple visited Sarah's brother, Harrison Wysong, and Jacob told him about the dream. A quote from Jacob describing his dream said, I dreamed I joined the search party, but I wandered off from the rest. I came to a creek and crossed it. I followed a small path and I saw a dead bloated deer. Then I spotted a little... Spotted a little... Then I spotted a little boy's shoe, and further up was two streams that came together at a junction. I saw the two boys. They had taken shelter in the hollow of an old birch tree. I knew they were dead. Oh. 
Y Song immediately recognized the place and volunteered to go there. He came across a dead tree that acted as a natural bridge. He crossed it and then he saw a, a dead bloated deer in a small shoe in the leaves. Further down the path he saw, further down the path he saw the familiar junction of the streams. He walked around a dead birch tree and froze. In the hollow of the tree, George sat propped up, his brother laying on the ground with his head resting on his brother's lap. They were both dead. It had been two weeks since they went missing. Instantly, Jacob and Harrison were accused of having something to do with their disappearance. They eventually were cleared of all their charges. Jacob's dream wouldn't have saved the boys. It was determined George and Joseph died two days before they were found. The first night Jacob had his dream would have been the night that they had died. If the search party would have crossed the creek, they most, like, most likely would have found the boys alive. Actually, um, the one girl I used to work with is, is a distant relative of him. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. But um, on the 50th... On the 50th anniversary, a monument was built on the spot that they were found at. It was later moved to a different spot on Blue Knob Mountain, and it was easier to access. This was a reason given when asked why it wasn't near the actual spot. When people would visit the old birch tree, they would have odd experiences. There has been laughter heard, footsteps, and voices heard. Some that have experienced this have refused to return to the spot. Photos that have been taken have mists that appear to swirl and lights that went across the frame. Someone said they saw child-sized footprints in fresh snow, and some believe that it isn't the actual Cox boys that haunt the area, that this is a darker force acting as a child. Demon. Yeah. Um, I went there once, and it's like, Literally, like, you're just driving, and if you're not paying attention, you'll drive right past, the, like, the dirt road to take. And it's probably about, like, a mile back in the woods. And then you get off that path and walk, like, another quarter of a mile back through the woods. So it's, like, back in there. But whenever we had our history class, the so one year, there was, like, one nine weeks, we literally just talked about local ghost stories. And there was a group of them that went out there, and they're like, they're like, no, it's so creepy out there at night. And I'm like, well, yeah, like you're in the woods. Um, but their Jacob Diver had a son that they say he passed on his ability. In 1887, his son Isaac dreamed about a woman uh, from Pavia who was lost in an area known as the Cedar Swamps, which. I looked it up and actually near Portage. <laughs> and the search party couldn't find her and Isaac's dream led them right to where she was and they still found her alive. Crazy. But yeah, that's the, that is the story of the lost children of the Alleghenies. Oh. That's a short one. <laughs> it is a short one. I feel like that was more like true crime-ish. Yeah, well they just wandered off into the woods. Oh. Don't do that. Yeah. I saw what happened in that movie we watched last night. He's out there. He he was. He was. I think he's still out there. I guess, because he survived an axe to the back. 
and an axe to the side. Spoiler, Spoiler alert! alert. <laughs> uh, like Although, the Marvel movies. Yeah. Man, Thor's gonna be pissed. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> well, Odin died. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Still. Still. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should have called her. Podcast. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, there's probably already a podcast called that. Well. What do you have in store for us next time? Oh. Um, Mumia Abu-Jamal. Who is in jail. Currently. So. We'll learn about him next time. We'll learn about him on Murder Monday. Goes that traffic. Um, socials, Instagram, in reference to podcast, Twitter, in reference to. Send me your stories. Heather just wants friends. I just want somebody to send me an email with a scary story in it. To in reference to podcast at gmail.com. And I... We also have a Patreon. If I can spell. Um, It is patreon.com backslash in reference to. No podcast on the end. Um, Two, five, ten, twenty dollar tiers. We would love your support. And we're also planning to give back to Wikipedia. Since they help us a lot. Yeah. And um, our tiers have fun names. Also, I was driving home from near you mm-hmm. and saw that Sheets has a billboard. A twofer? Yeah, and I was laughing about that. Yeah, we got a twofer. We got a twofer at Sheets. So, anyway. Um, short, sweet. This isn't even ten minutes long. Good shit. I feel like neither of us are awake enough to be recording this podcast. <laughs> We might have to take a break for dinner (laughs) at like four in the afternoon. I think we might need to take a nap and then go to dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was listening, but like. Spaced out. Yeah. And like, you know, when there's murder or children dying, like. (laughs) It should be a little more. I can't really. (laughs) One of my future ones. The kid's name is Timmy. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to have to start this off by letting Heather know. Because otherwise she's going to be like, Jesus Christ, Timmy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. Yeah, I was like, that was the one I was working on last night. I was typing it up and I, like I had typed his name like, Seven or eight times, and then I like typed it, it one like, more time, clicked. and I was like, mm. "Oh, Timmy, Timmy." Uh, 
Oh, Timmy. Anyway. Well. Alright, we'll catch you guys next time. Yeah, hope you enjoyed the short Freaky Friday. Short and Freaky Friday. Short. Well, we did say in the first one. Short and to the point. Yeah, and then we've had a couple that are like 40 or 30 minutes long. Those aren't short and to the point. Oh, oh this is just a local story. Yeah, but you said they were found propped up. Yeah, like they were like hiding in the, oh, like the a tree that had fallen tree. over. Oh. And the one was sitting up and his brother had his head on his lap and that's how they died. Froze to death? Yeah. Terrible way to go. Yeah. Well, that and they'd been out there for two weeks. Oh, so maybe malnourished. And the cold. Malnourished. Malnourished. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. Oh, okay. Yep, nap time. <laughs> <Ta -da! laughs> oh, okay. Let's try that again. <laughs> After you did the three, I'll... The then the click and talk to you started saying it. Alright, we're gonna try this again. We'll see you guys next time. Fada! Fada!